you just couldn't get away from people, could you? Oh, exactly. You're right. <laughs> that's what you come to the fair for. You see I guess. everybody you haven't to seen see everybody for you year. haven't seen for a year. There you go. Oh, that's all right. Get you a little bit loose there. Yep. So, so how are you doing tonight, Al? I'm doing well. Good. I just went do, done. I just finished. I went done. <laughs> I ju I just finished the sheep show. Oh, did you? So I did all the sheepses. Yep. All the so uh, placings. They're, they're done. Yeah, they're done. The sheepses are done. Yep. That's and, uh, schedule they changed a couple of years ago. You know that threw me for a curveball after. You know, the years past where <laughs> I got to look closely so every time. Let's do a little background. You have been, you are, you now run Town & Country Real Estate and Auction. That's correct. Okay. You've had that how long now? Uh, four years now. Has it been that long? Yeah. My goodness. And you're out on Highway 27, yep. 27, across 30, 13th Street. Yep. Across from Dairy Queen. Across from Dairy Queen. And you do a complete um, anything and everything in the... Don't go, go away from me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on. Come on. Closer. Close. One more. One more. There we go. So, okay, I'm sitting on your so lap now. You what go. are we supposed Thank to do now? Thank you very much. <laughs> we, we don't talk about that on radio. So tell us about your business, what you do, what different kinds of auctions you do, real estate, the whole ball of wax. Uh, yeah, we do uh, basically any type of auction or real estate uh, as you might might need. Um, we do everything from uh, um, there again farm ground to uh, houses to personal property, personal property of all types. We do it both uh, live um, online auctions as well as uh, simulcast auctions now. So okay. we've been doing some of those as well. Um, we work with Shaw Real Estate and Auctions out of Bluffton actually as our broker for the real estate. Um, okay. Gary's a great guy. I worked with him for years. And, and so I've just chosen to stick with him, much like some of your Century 21 uh, crews and things like that. So uh, Gary's been, like I said, good to us. And so I've just stuck with him. And and uh, I guess when he decides to retire, then we'll jump back <laughs> over to town and country as far as the real estate part goes. But uh, this year, my sister joined me with the uh, real estate um, with Shaw as well, and, and so uh, you'll see some properties with our names as co-agents uh, and stuff. So, okay. Yep. Real good. And how do people get in touch with you? Uh, they can call me at the office, which is 724-8899, or they can contact me uh, on my cell phone, which is 260-223-7352. Okay. Um, they're welcome to call us any any or uh, at any given time, put it that way. Two in the morning is okay? Hey. If they need to talk at two in the morning, we'll talk at two in the morning. Uh, you didn't realize auction pay business attention was, to that, people. You didn't realize auction business has a lot to do with counseling, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Support. Probably does. You probably, yeah, yeah. probably need one well, of it's those a, things. It's a tough time. You know, when people have auctions, yeah. it's, uh, you know, usually a loved one or a parent and whatnot that has, uh, I shouldn't say usually, but a lot of times Many has passed times, away. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that was one of the reasons I got into it years ago was just the fact that. It was an opportunity to help people when they have a tough time. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of been my nature. It's how I grew up. My mother is that way. And so, you know, when we got into the business, it's uh, there's a lot of that, that you give a lot of moral support with people in, in difficult times. So That's good. That's good. So tell me, online auctions have become very popular. Yep. And what's, how does that work? Let's say I just come to you and I say, I don't, I don't want to mess with anything. Uh -huh. You take care of it. Yep. And so you'll just come into the office. Um, my gals and I will, after we obviously do a contract, we would come out to your place, um, do uh, pictures, um, and uh, tag everything. 
Um, in a matter of uh, two, three days, we can have most personal property uh, states taken care of as far as uh, cataloging and, and, okay. and identifying. Um, from there, we put it online. And we go through, and ourselves go through high bid. Okay. Um, and then from there, like I said, we run it for a couple weeks uh, on the high bid. And then from there, obviously, we have a pickup day and they take care of it. So it's one of those things that uh, you think that there's not as much work in a lot of ways with mm -hmm. it. But we have a lot more work from our standpoint. You know, it's not like where I used to be able to send a crew out and say, okay, hey, uh, just move things around, would you, so we can sell it on right. Saturday. But uh, unfortunately, I do miss the uh, live in-person type thing. But it's hard to argue the the results of the online auctions. Um, you know, years They're ago big. when we had the items that you had, you know, three or four flats or boxes full of miscellaneous that sold for a dollar. Now you're getting individual items in those boxes that are selling for three, four, ten dollars. You know, so okay. it's just a lot bigger exposure. Um, you know, when you see uh, your vision on your auctions at fifteen thousand people or twenty thousand people. Uh, nationwide, it definitely, you know, kind of puts it into perspective. So you work through a broker, so to speak. Well, it's a platform. It's a, a platform. software platform, yeah. um, and they actually, which is actually AuctionFlex. Um, that's the software that I use, and then they load it onto HighBid, which is very popular out there. There's uh, several of them that are um, somewhat popular, but that's probably the biggest one as far as most of the auctioneers. So it's kind of like an eBay. It is. Yep. It way. works very much like an eBay. Okay, got it. Do you send stuff out then? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, no, we do right. actually. Um, we send out uh, all over the country for the most part. In fact, um, even if we still had to send out internationally, we could. Um, but uh, the last auctions we've had, we've had customers out of uh, Oregon, uh, Washington, California, Arizona, South Dakota, Virginia, West Virginia. So pretty much countrywide. Um, we had an auction here recently. We sold a... a trike motorcycle um sight unseen to a gentleman out of oregon and <laughs> shipped it out there to him you know and we're talking a sizable well, expenditure yeah. there because this has only had seven thousand miles i think it was on it um and uh i mean it was just barely broke in and it went out there and like i said they arranged the trucking and and we loaded it up for him and sent it out to oregon so wow. it goes far and wide with the online auctions uh like i said that's the thing that's hard to argue and you want they've to try been, and tell people not to do it that's not really feasible to avoid been it popular now for the last five six seven eight nine years Has it been yeah they long? started to gain uh some traction before the covid um, but once oh. covid hit and everybody was shut down that's when they really made a, a jump so i guess that makes sense yeah exactly something yeah. good from covid let me think about that that's exciting so you've been involved in 4-h well we were in for 10 years um, ourselves, we did uh, uh, swine, we did starter calves, steers. Uh, my daughter went all the way through. Now, when I bought the business, uh, my boys decided it was time for them to have to step up and, and spend a little more time at it. They were so busy with baseball and other activities in the summer that uh, we ended up getting away from it. Um, but uh, I was just talking about it to a couple of friends of mine. I said, you know, it took me about two years to get used to this time of year, actually just be able to relax and not worry about oh my gosh we got to get the calves trimmed or the hogs trimmed or or one of those you know weeks where you're just panic stricken trying to get everything done so and but you've been involved in the auction how long oh boy before you because you were involved in in auctioneering before, before you bought yes Country. yeah i became an auctioneer in 1995 so 
there's been different years on and off where I am there or I'm not at the auction just because it falls the same time as baseball. So one year we were in, in Gatlinburg. We had to take off for Gatlinburg. Unfortunately, this year um, we're heading up to Sandusky on Thursday. So we play baseball about the time the auction's going on here. Yep. My son does. So, uh, But it's been, you know, throughout since 95 until now, we've been off and on in the auction. So, so tell people how it works because it can be confusing. That's, I think that is true. So, um, with the auction, um, you know they've definitely adjusted some things with it. Um, there again, you can actually just make a donation towards a, a child's animal. So they do send forms out to businesses and things like that, where you can just make a donation to it. Um, at the auction, when you're purchasing an animal, uh, there again, certain animals you cannot take with you anyway. Uh, even if you chose to let's say, take it home and get it butchered, um, it's not feasible. Certain animals, they won't allow that. Um, I think it's just the swine at this point. Um, but at any rate, so if you go to the auction and you bid a certain price, let's say it's uh, $3 a pound, um, and the market price at that point is $1.50, for example, okay. you pay the difference from $1.50 to $3 a pound times the weight of the animal. So, you know, it's one of those things where you're, you know, becoming a good sponsor for one of the 4-H members who's worked hard, and I can assure you oh, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of work in uh, these animals. Um, and I know you hear a lot of these kids are making, you know, this, these thousands of dollars on their animals and whatnot. But I, when you start looking at it by the hour, it's uh, definitely still a meager uh, business. Matches. Yeah, <laughs> so it uh, isn't a high-dollar business typically at that point. But like I said, so that's the auction process that you uh, – when you're going to the auction and you decide you want to buy, um, there again, it's not the entire price that you have to pay for. Um, so that helps, you know, that's something to keep in mind too, that uh, where you thought maybe you were only able to buy one, you might be able to buy a couple uh, kids' animals and you're just paying the difference between the market price and the uh, total price. So, And oftentimes we hear them when they give the name of the buyers, it's two or three or four people. Yep. How does that, does that work beforehand or... Well, a lot work? of the guys will, you know, make up an alliance or set up an alliance to, to buy um, different animals with certain kids in mind, obviously uh, suppliers of different farms and things like that. Okay. Um, in fact, I know that's, that's something that you see quite a bit of with, or you'll see a difference in, in uh, kids that don't necessarily have agricultural farms, but they raise the livestock. You'll see some of them not bring as much. But from the standpoint of business, uh, in reality, um, you know, they're not the ones that are making big contributions to these big companies that are that are giving back to it. So that's something I always had to help keep into perspective with my kids. Um, we didn't farm agriculturally, so, you know, we weren't expecting some of the high dollars on the animals, knowing that, hey, we didn't put big money into seed and fertilizer and things like that. But um, uh, so that's where you'll see some differences from from child to child but like you said then those sponsors or those buyers um, many times and it'll go from child to child so then you'll have multiples that will actually hold their paddles up and then they can divide um, the amount between the different buyers too so okay. then obviously it uh, helps break down that cost too some more so you're getting your name out there at the same rate or more um, and yet reducing the price but the ultimate is okay you've got the difference between the of between the buyers, it's the difference for all the buyers, I should say. It's right. between, again, the market price and the, and the sale price. And the sale price. And what is the procedure when I get here? What, what do I do if I'm going to buy? Well, the first thing you want to do is, 
and like I said, they have some uh, forms that they've been sending out to the businesses as well. So you can do some pre-registration, um, pre-bidding um, for that matter with some of the kids or a donation towards some of the kids' projects. Um, but otherwise, when you get here the night of the auction, make sure you get registered. Uh, there should be one of the auction trailers there close to the uh, show ring. Now, I'm not sure exactly who it is this year, to be honest with you. I'd put okay. a plug in for them. Um, but I'm not positive who's uh, on deck this year for but pretty the much all of the auctioneers pitch. have over the years. Yes, right? yeah. So we rotate uh, auctioneer auction companies rotate throughout uh, the years uh, from year to year. So, um, like I said, I just don't recall who the sponsor is this year. For you'll see their trailer there with the cashier, and uh, then First Bank of Burn will be here to uh, help out and do a lot of the the cashiering, clerking type uh, items that uh, take place. So. So do I need to bring a check, a credit card, cash? How does that work? I'm not positive exactly how they're doing it, but I'm pretty certain that they'll take pretty much all different uh, forms of cash at this point. Yeah, well, I don't know about Bitcoin, <laughs> but I, I think at this point um, that most of the banks you know, will allow somebody to pay uh, by multiple different uh, methods. So but you need to pay for it Thursday night. You want to pay for it Thursday night or before. Or there again, if you want to make a donation, um, I know those have already been out. So, um, and where would I go for that? Let's just say tonight I decided I heard this and I thought, well, you know, I want a little joy. I want to make a hundred dollar donation. Well, and if you go into the auction office here, I'm sure they can help you out with Show those office. forms. The sh actually, the uh, regular office here in the exhibition, right? 4 H fair exhibition. Yeah, yep, okay. the 4 H fair office. Um, I'm sure they probably still have some of those forms available that you can fill just out fill the, the pre bidding um, donations. So, yep. Okay. Well, super, and it's um, what about a three-hour process from start to finish usually? Yeah, typically. Well, they'll start at uh, four o'clock, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken, or they move that up again this year. Oh, I think um, you're right. I think it's four o'clock that they're going to start. Now that's what my thing says. Four. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So they'll start at four, and they'll run till probably, uh, I suppose, it'd be closer to eight o'clock. So there'll be three to four, four hours. Three Just four depends hours. on the number of animals um, and the types of animals. Um, there again, some of the smaller animals actually take a share of time. Those are very specific one animal or three animal lots at, at one point. Um, so they take a little longer per item, but there's usually not as many. So they'll run through the, the calves and the, the swine and the bigger animals pretty quickly for that matter once they get in those types of animals as well. So Now something I've often wondered, and I'm, I don't mean to be throwing you a curve, but if somebody, I mean, when I read the results, I always read champions and all that stuff and then it'll say state fair entry behind someone if somebody has a state fair entry do they just not sell it here well it all depends on where it is and its market fit fitness i guess you'd say so um there's a lot of people that will have animals here specifically for the ad or, and and have them um fed out just for the adams county 4-h fair so after the 4-h fair they'll lose their peak um uh, fit Okay. fitness and they'll actually have to uh, go ahead and send them on and then they'll have a lot of times other animals that don't do as well at the Adams County 4-H Fair because they're not um, quite matured to the point where they need to be for the, the premier show for example at Indianapolis because to hold an animal in those couple weeks would be very difficult you know okay. there's a specific time it's very very tight um, on when an animal is is at the perfect uh uh, show fitness so so they don't sell those if it's going to the fair they don't sell them if there. they decide to take them to the state fair they do not sell them okay um i know there's been some agreements in the past i think um but i don't know where some people would buy and then they were allowed to take them 
I don't know how much of that still happens, but uh, like I said, it gave them an opportunity. But most of the time, the animals were raised specifically for Adams County or the state, um, fair. the state fair. I shouldn't say most of the time, but a lot of times they are just because there's enough time frame okay. in between, especially with a swine. Um, two weeks on a swine is just, uh, uh, it can go downhill in a, in a real hurry once you get to its premier uh, <laughs> point. Of, Sorry uh, to hear that for the yeah, poor fitness. For the poor swine. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, exactly. You looked so good two weeks ago. <laughs> we had one a few years ago. We won grand champion with our, our pig in, in a matter of a week. Um, the week of the 4-H fair, you could see it decline just due to the fact that, you know, we fed it just right for the show. And then, um, you know, we weren't planning on taking it on originally. And, and you could see, you know, it just reached that peak at just the right day. And then over the next few days, it started to it's interesting. not have as much, you know, muscle and, and muscling and things like that. So Cool. Well, we invite everybody to come out, right? Absolutely. You yeah. don't have to buy anything if you don't want to. You can just nope, come out and watch. Nope, absolutely. I mean, it gives you a chance to see your neighbor kids. It gives you a chance to, to watch them show one last time until next year again. So, And for those that have been in it 10 years, high school kids, it'll be their last time forever till they have little ones. <laughs> okay. Well, Corbin, thank you for coming over and explaining all this. No, absolutely. I think a lot of people, I mean, for years I had no idea what stuff meant until I started doing this and, and getting the answers and the results. Yeah, yep, so that's, exactly. That's really cool. And so so um, tell us, you're going, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was going to cover the auction order here too. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. So that way they know kind of what they're looking for. So starting off at, at 4 o'clock, they'll start right off with the goats. Goats. <laughs> goats. <laughs> the goats, huh? That's because that's the poults <laughs> next. So they start off with the goats at 4 o'clock, and then they'll follow that up with the poultry, which uh, you'll have uh, broilers, you'll have layers, and all kinds of different uh, chickens and stuff at that point. Um, then they'll have the dairy. That will be typically the dairy showmanship. They're able to auction off, uh, I think it's a quart of milk. Oh, I was so going to say milk. That's for the dairy, okay. yeah, for the dairy members who aren't selling their calves, obviously, um, they have an opportunity to actually, you know, tap into the uh, funds of the 4-H fair as well. So that's a, that was a nice addition years ago. I was actually back in the day when I was around 4-H that uh, they added that, I believe it was. Um, then it will be followed. The fourth one up will be the beef. Um, fifth will be starter calf. Sixth will be the rabbits. And then the horse and pony, which I think they did this, a similar th type of thing. So they're going to be, I don't recall now exactly what they're going to be um, selling, um, but like for showmanship and different uh, positions, they're able to, I don't remember, maybe a wreath or something, something unique like that, that they'll okay. give to the buyers but for the those in the horse and pony. No, the horse and ponies will not sell, sorry. Okay. Your grandkids would love to have you bring one home, I'm sure, but <laughs> you aren't taking a horse or pony home tomorrow or Thursday night. And then uh, we'll have sheep will be eight in the eighth position, um, followed by swine. So swine will follow, finish up the night, and then from there, everybody will start uh, packing up or have everything packed up, and they'll be ready to close out for another year, Fair unfortunately. Will be over. Yeah, it flies by every year. Oh, I mean, it does. It gets started, and boom, before it's over, or before it starts, it's over. I, I start talking to advertisers about the fair, and it's like it's gone before I get there. It's just amazing. It is. Um, yep, and when you're doing the, you know, raising animals and have those projects, you think the week will never be over when you start in, and then in, just, just in a blink, it's done. It's, it's done. done. Yep. <laughs> those shows really burn up the hours uh, in the day pretty quickly. I understand. And they start at 5 in the morning and have to wash their animals and still showing at 9, 9 or 10 o'clock at night at uh, 
Makes for long, short days. Long, short days. There yep. you go. Yep. Well, good luck in your baseball endeavors. Thank you. Yeah, well, like I said, we'll be out in Sandusky this weekend. It'll be fun. Um, maybe the last time I coach with a lot of the kids, they're getting to an age where they're moving into high school, and this is my last one. He'll be moving to eighth grade, but um, it's been great now, wait coaching a kids eighth over there. Eighth grade is not high school. No, he's going to be a year, be he's a year behind his teammates. So okay. most of them will go into high school, and the next year we just have to, I guess, kind of decide what he's going to do. But for those that are going into the high school, obviously I uh, probably won't coach them anymore, but it's been fun. And so we'll have one last weekend of uh, coaching some baseball and actually going to Cedar Point also. So, yep. Is your team pretty decent this year? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, they've made tons of improvements. Um, you know, I'm not going to say they're the – number one team in the nation per se but you know like i said they've made tons of improvements they've got to, we've gotten some pretty good athletes on the team and uh yeah they they've held their own and games they should have never been in and then there's games where they should have won and they've lost like baseball baseball is that kind of a sport <laughs> yeah exactly that's baseball for you well folks this is Colbert Bold corbin boldemeyer and if you've got any auctioning or anything you want done, real estate, why stop out and see them across from Dairy Queen. That's the easiest place. Yep. Or right do down it. here at the 4-H Fair. Fair. We've got our booth here. here. The next couple of days. Yep. We'll be here for the next couple of days. But you're not staying after that. Uh, well. You're not leaving up here for like I don't, a week or two. I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I imagine by Thursday we'll be uh, packed up pretty early because we got to get over there by 6, six o'clock on, <laughs> on Thursday. So. Yep. But, okay. Uh, yeah. So I do appreciate it again, Alan. Real good. Thank yep. you, sir. Thank appreciate you. It. Take uh -huh. care now.